Welcome to Props and Hops, a betting and beer podcast powered by Dimers.com and part of Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Matt Landis, and let's get right to it. NFL Week 5 bets curated from a dream team of football handicappers, plus some original analysis. 60% of the time, it works every time. Just one side in pocket this week, but it's got a lot of sharp consensus. San Francisco plus five at Arizona, that line current as I record this during Thursday night football. And the guys on the 49ers here, the whale capper Drew Dinsick, along with Rob Pizzola on the Matchbook NFL betting podcast. On that show, Drew made the Niners his best bet, and Drew was joined by his co-host Andy Molitor on the Deep Dive podcast in backing San Francisco. Also on the 49ers, Steve Fezzik making them his best bet on the Dream Preview, the Hitman on Hot Read Hits, and Adam Chernoff, the host of The Simple Handicap. Between all these guys getting down on the Niners, they were able to scoop up a few rogue sixes and even some plus five and a half, but with the number kind of in no man's land right now at plus five, I make it good down to plus four and a half for San Francisco. Looking at some of the key handicapping points, Trey Lance likely under center for the 49ers, and that could have the element of surprise working in their favor. Also, San Francisco has some good familiarity with this stadium, not just because they're division rivals with Arizona and they play there every year, but they played their last four games in this stadium last year. In fact, on December 26th last season, the Niners had C.J. Beathard at quarterback and even more injuries to the supporting cast than they do right now, and they still won handily over the Cardinals. This could have the makings of a sell-high spot for Arizona. Fezzik noted the 49ers had a pretty unlucky loss to Green Bay, and Arizona got pretty lucky to win at the end over Minnesota thanks to a missed short field goal attempt. So both teams in this case could easily be 3-1, and one, and if that were the case, this spread would probably be a good bit shorter. And to that point, I'll add that I think the spread's also baking in a little bit of overreaction to the final score in San Francisco last week. The Niners did lose by a touchdown at home to Seattle, but they outgained the Seahawks by two full yards per play. They were done in by going negative two in turnovers and just two of 14 on third down. I think there's a lot of noise to those stats, and we should see some positive regression week over week for the 49ers come Sunday in Arizona. As far as the matchup goes, when the 49ers have the ball, Arizona's run defense is the second worst in the league based on run-stop win rate. So that could give the 49ers a nice edge with Kyle Shanahan's run game scheme, especially with a more mobile quarterback in Trey Lance. And on the other side of the ball, Arizona's looking pretty limited along the offensive line, especially at tackle, and that could make it an uphill battle for them in pass protection against the 49ers' edge rushers. One more thing I'll add here, we are looking at extra variance in this game with Trey Lance making his first career start. So while I'm happy to take the points with San Francisco, I've dialed the point spread wager back just a touch in order to add a slightly bigger sprinkle than usual on the money line. Also one total in the Week 5 portfolio, and it's a team total taking the Chiefs to go over 30 points on Sunday night hosting the Bills in an AFC Championship game rematch. There are a lot of guys I respect on Kansas City, and I was very tempted to follow in their footsteps. Rob and Drew on the Matchbook podcast saying they're on the Chiefs. In fact, they're Rob's best bet this week. And Suma was absent from the Matchbook show, but I understand that he likes the Chiefs as well. The Hitman also liking the Chiefs a lot this week. But there's been some market resistance with a lot of other people coming in on Buffalo. And I've realized I want to go ahead and steer clear of that Chiefs defense and isolate their exceptional offense. To that end, the Chiefs offense, number one in the league in EPA per play by a mile through four weeks. 
and that includes some fluky turnovers that have proved quite costly for them, and we can't dismiss those turnovers altogether because they did happen, but they're not as predictive as other, more favorable metrics for that Kansas City offense. And as far as the Bills' defense goes, they've posted some good numbers so far this season, but this is a massive step up in class for them, because through four weeks, they faced Big Ben on his last legs, and then three backup quarterbacks. Another key for the Bills' defense in this one, linebacker Matt Milano's status is unknown right now, and if he's out or even limited, that could be a big blow to their hopes of containing Travis Kelsey. Overall for this one, I'd recommend shopping for the best number you can get. I am seeing 29.5 right now, so I'm on that number, but we'll go ahead and grade it at 30 for a flat minus 110, since that's widely available right now for the Chiefs' team total over. Also one teaser this week, Denver plus 7.5 at Pittsburgh, tied to New England minus 2.5 at Houston. This is a 6.5 point teaser as opposed to the standard 6 point teaser, and that extra half point is going to cost an extra 10 cents, but it's well worth it to cross through the key numbers of 3 and 7. So the way I see it, taking Denver up to plus 7.5 and, and New England down to minus 2.5 is good up to minus 130. The Hitman mentioned being on both teams in teasers, and I can see why. As far as Denver's concerned, it sounds as if Teddy Bridgewater is trending toward playing on Sunday, and if that's confirmed, I expect the Broncos to close as the favorite in Pittsburgh. And also, in that game, we've got an ultra-low total of 39.5. That magnifies the relative value of each point we're getting in the teaser, taking the Broncos up through a touchdown. As far as the Patriots are concerned, this is a classic angle of Bill Belichick going up against a rookie quarterback in Davis Mills. Another game with that low total of 39.5, and we probably won't see too many of those the rest of the way. But this is asking the Patriots, as the vastly superior team, with the vastly superior head coach despite the endgame last weekend on Sunday night, to do little more than win outright. Three props to get to this week, and the first two both coming in primetime on Sunday night, Buffalo, Kansas City, punts under 5.5, and, and field goals under 3.5. Fezzik broke down this one, mainly noting that with these two offenses, it's probably going to take a priority on touchdowns to win this game. So if Andy Reid and Sean McDermott are making optimal coaching decisions, they're most likely going to be more aggressive than most models would account for when setting the lines for these props. Because these props are correlated in that sense, I am looking at a split ticket here. I'm planning to put 60% of a unit on punts under 5.5, and, and the remaining 40% on field goals under 3.5. I'm currently seeing field goals under 3.5 posted at minus 115, and I think that punts prop should be posted closer to game day. I consider both of these props good at minus 115. The third prop this week, Giants-Cowboys, Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. If you're a regular listener, odds are you know the drill on the math. This game's got a high total of 52, and high-scoring games are good for the odds of one-yard touchdowns. As far as the matchup goes, the Giants have the makings of a sneaky over team, with Daniel Jones playing pretty well, Saquon Barkley showing some burst in his return from injury, and at wide receiver, they might get Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton back this week. As far as the Cowboys offense is concerned, we know it's a juggernaut, especially on the ground, and that's ideal in goal line situations. I make this prop good up to minus 150. That puts a bow on this week's bets, so let's get to a rundown on the Week 5 portfolio. 
I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. One side, San Francisco plus five at Arizona. One total, the Chiefs team total over 30. One teaser, Denver plus seven and a half at Pittsburgh, paired with New England minus two and a half at Houston. And three props, Buffalo, Kansas City, punts under five and a half and field goals under three and a half. And Giants, Cowboys, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. A quick timeout to let you know about the Props and Hops NFL Challenge over at Dimers.com. If you want to try your hand at free Props and Hops merch, check out the link to the challenge in the show notes. All you have to do is pick any six games on this weekend's board against the spread, answer a quick tiebreaker question, and you're in the running. It's free, fast, and easy. You can even have Dimers pick for you to make it faster and easier. Three options to do that would be to roll with the Dimers bot's favorite picks on the board, go with the most popular picks among other players, or use the Dimers randomizer if you're feeling frisky. So to get in the game and compete for Props and Hops merch you can't get anywhere else, once again, go ahead and check out the link to the Props and Hops NFL Challenge in these show notes. And with that, let's move from the props to the hops. This week's show beer is Classic Goose, a lambic beer by a brewery called Cantillon in Belgium. I didn't anticipate featuring another beer like this after showcasing a similar beer on the week 3 show, but Classic Goose is the standard bearer for the style, and Cantillon is a bucket list brewery for beer geeks all over the world, so I had the surprise chance to try it on draft at one of my favorite bars in California this weekend, and I knew I'd have to feature it on this episode. In fact, I was over the moon to get multiple pours of Classic Goose, and at 5% ABV, multiple pours were no problem at all. As far as the tasting notes go, expect stone fruit, a little white wine, and some slight tartness. Classic Goose has a light body, high carbonation, and a nice dry finish. Overall, it's about as complex or as crushable as you want it to be. It was a real treat to try this world-class beer by a world-class brewery. And speaking of world-class, it's time for a nod to the late, great David Molinsky. Here's this week's Molinsky Minute. A part of all you earn is yours to keep. This quote comes from The Richest Man in Babylon, a short read I highly recommend for money management in life, as well as bankroll management in betting. And I think of that quote right now because I've been fortunate to be on a strong run of late, and I appreciate the positive feedback from some friends and followers. But when this happens, it can get tempting to start betting more in terms of volume and unit size. And often when doing that, you're just giving back some of those recent winnings. So I think it's really important to keep those recent highs or lows in check and maintain a focus on the long-term process. Tying this in with David Malinsky, one of the first lessons I learned from the first time I met him was that you don't have to bet a lot to enjoy betting a lot. And to that end, when things are going well, it's great to enjoy it and try to keep up the good work, but it's also important to try to remember not to give those winnings back. As the wise words go, a part of all you earn is yours to keep. Alright, that just about does it for this week's episode. It was maybe the quickest one we've had to date, but I'd still like to thank you for listening and remind you that if you found any value in this episode, the number one way you can support Props and Hops is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
For a breakdown of every game this weekend, you can check out the BetUS NFL show I'm hosting with Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen. We'll be breaking down the full weekend slate all season long, live on YouTube on Fridays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find a link to the BetUS NFL show in these show notes. And last but not least, one housekeeping item. If you live in an area where wagering is legal and want to kill two birds with one stone, sign up for a sportsbook via any of the links at the bottom of the Props and Hops landing page on Dimers.com. This way you can get down on some edges and support this show along the way. You can find a link to that landing page in these show notes as well. And on that note, that'll do it. Enjoy week five. I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, let's bet well, let's drink well, and let's be well. Dimers.com has teamed up with online sportsbook Twinspires as the official season launch content partner to kick off the NFL season. Established in 1996 for horse racing, Twinspires, formerly known as Bet America, is owned by the famous Churchill Downs. Its sportsbook, which launched in 2018, has since been brought under the Twinspires name to provide American bettors with a complete sports betting, horse racing, and casino platform. Currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, with New Jersey also launching shortly, Twinspires is currently offering Dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon sign-up. To take advantage of the offer and support this podcast in the process, head to the official Props and Hops page over at Dimers.com. You can find that via the link in the show notes, and from there, just click on the Twinspires link and follow the prompts.